This is Dr. David Anderson, senior pastor and founder of Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland. And I am so glad that you are tuned in now to our new special Saturday edition of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You're going to hear conversations from recent talks where I've connected with radio listeners just like you to help them build bridges of reconciliation, race, religion, relationships. Are you ready? Let's get started. At this time, what needs do you have in your marriage? What does your spouse need? What do you need from your spouse? Is your spouse so needy that you just can't meet those needs or high maintenance or are you shocked your spouse doesn't really need much from you? <laughs> That's what we're talking about. If you have a question about unmet needs in your marriage, give me a call. My number is 888-432-7434. Let's go to Bethesda, Maryland. I've got Emily on the line. Hi, Emily. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? I'm fine, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking it's a, for all those wives out there who think that their husbands don't communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I always thought my husband and I had a good marriage, but I wanted a great marriage. Okay. And the thing that was holding us up, I felt like he didn't talk to me. Mm-hmm. And I was praying about it, and God clearly said he's talking, but I'm not listening. Mm. And that kind of smacked me in my face. Mm. But I'm not listening. So I had to pray and just bite my tongue and keep my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. And the more I was quiet, the more Chris started to talk. Huh. I didn't realize when he would talk, I was ready with my answer or with whatever. Mm. And I always cut him off. Talking over him and, and not allowing him to actually get out what he wanted to say. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And. Again, the more I was quiet, the more he talked. And now sometimes I'm like, oh, please, God, shut him up. <laughs> now he's, a, he's an open uh, uh, open window. It keeps coming, huh? Yes, but I think sometimes women tend to talk. I yeah. mean, just in general terms, sure. I think we tend to talk more. Well, that's, that's a scientific fact. Creatures. That's a scientific fact. Okay. You use uh, many more words than men do. Um, it's important to understand that there, you use a whole lot more words in a day than a man does, unless you're David Anderson's talking every day on the radio and preaching every weekend, right? But most men don't talk as much as women, uh, and women can tend to even over-talk a guy. And so what happens in a, in a battle of talking, the woman will usually win. And so guys usually step back when they can't win something. Yeah. And so, therefore, if they know they can't win, then they don't step up to the battle. And one of the battles that men give up on very quickly is the talking battle because they know they're not going to win. Yeah, and, you know, I never meant that to become a battle. Exactly. You, know, you don't You don't ever – and I didn't realize also some of the ways Chris talked was like to bring me flowers or to do something really kind, like mm-hmm. say – I'll do the dishes tonight. That was his way of saying I love you and taking yeah. care of me. And, yeah, it's not always words. And I didn't words. recognize that. It's not always time. words. And sometimes a, a gal and a guy will get in an argument and she'll say, well, you never say this to me and you never say that to me. And, and you're right. He's saying it, but he's saying it in a different language or in a different way. So uh, I think you make a very good point, yeah. Emily. Thank you for making it on my show, okay? 
Okay, thank you very much. Blessings. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Let's go to Gaithersburg, Maryland, talk to Leroy. Hello, Leroy. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm doing blessed. I'm blessed, blessed, highly favored. Oh, yes, you are. What's your comment or question today, sir? Well, my comment is one is, first of all, I, I appreciate the, the call. And um, my wife and I are actually going through a life group right now, Merge Life Group. Okay. And this particular topic, hmm. you know, pretty much came up, you know, just recently, our last last life group. Hmm. And I just, just a, just a, a quick piggyback on what the, the last caller just said is both of us have different languages right? for the most part. And uh, one thing that came out in our conversation with the group is, you know, what's one thing that you would like for your, your spouse to do that shows you that, you know, you're listening or whatnot. And right. the one thing she said was, I, I would appreciate it if you would look at me, you know, look at me mm. when you, or, or look at me when you talk, just make that right. eye contact. Right, right, right. right. And that was one thing that I thought was, was, was huge. And, there were certain things on her plate that 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 came out that she she was unaware of, and the last caller um, hit it right on the head. She would, my wife typically, you know, says more, right, which then had me step back, mm-hmm. and so um, it was very very huge for both of us to to see, you know, where we can strengthen our marriage um, based mm-hmm. on that fact. Because well, I'm good. busy, she's busy, and yeah. Yes, sir. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's real good because the reality is uh, you guys were communicating, and you communicated and realized that, hey, there's something I can do better here that's going to help her and something she can do better that's going to help exactly. me. So uh, w- way to open up that communication, and thank you for uh, making the comment today on my show. Yes, sir. God bless you. Blessings to you, Leroy. Let's go to Rockville, Maryland, and talk to Anonymous, who's on the line. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Hello. What is your comment? Hello? Hi, what is your yes. comment? Uh, so the reason for my call is I'm experiencing one of the same things uh, the first female caller mm-hmm. is experiencing. Okay. So I have I have been um, separated from my husband for about a year and a half now. Okay. And we are in the midst, we are in the midst of a divorce proceedings. Mm-hmm. And it started as a result of um, physical violence. Mm-hmm. And um, but even though I'm the one who was affected, he's the one who filed for divorce because he was upset that the police removed him from the house for an entire year. Right. And um, he so before he came back to the house, mm-hmm. he filed for divorce, and I moved out of the house. Mm-hmm. And now that we are in the um, the divorce proceedings, mm-hmm. he he um, defaulted. That means that he didn't follow through with his part of the divorce. He never showed up. Okay. So, so he hasn't he hasn't showed up for about three of the court sessions. Hmm. So they dismissed his claims. So now the only way the divorce can proceed is if I proceed with it. Uh-huh. And I'm in a bit of a conflict because as much as I know what he did was wrong, mm-hmm. what he did over the years was wrong, mm-hmm. um, I still want to have a family for the kids and for right. myself as well. Now, do you talk to him regularly or so, not? I do not speak with him because he is still very angry. 
Do you want him back? Do you still say that again? Do you want him back? Well, um, I want the family back. Yeah, but do you want him back? I want... I um, Not the way he is, okay, but in a better way, of course, yes. Okay, the reason I say that is because the idea of a nice family is one thing. The reality of a nice family is a different one. And you can't have that nice family if you both don't want this thing to work. So if he's angry, if he's uh, abusive, uh, the idea of that perfect family that you wanted may not actually exist anymore unless he is repentant for what he has done to you. And it doesn't sound to me like he's repentant. Am I right? No, he's not. Exactly. He's not. And I, I don't know if it's because of pride or if it's because... Uh, whatever the reason is, but he is not. So he has not shown any remorse. So you cannot stay with a man who is abusive and angry. Uh, you can't change him. So until he repents of his sins towards you and your family, there's really nothing you can do about it. I mean, you can pray about it and you can try to be as responsive as possible, but you're not going to change him. He has to be changed by the Lord. The question becomes, what do you do about the divorce? And what I would do if I were you, and it's something you can pray about and talk to other folk about, but if I were you, I would uh, hold on and be in prayer and give yourself a timetable to, you know, wait and see if God changes him. What that timetable is and how long you have to hold on, I don't have the answer to that question. But you feel conflict in your spirit about moving forward with the divorce, I think that could be the Holy Spirit inside of you saying, hold on, just wait. And uh, I'm not telling you don't get divorced. I'm not telling you don't file for divorce. But I'm also not telling you, hey, stay in that marriage and be with a man who's angry and never is going to come around. What I'm saying is let's wait on God here until, until you don't feel that conflict in your spirit anymore. But he has to repent. God waits on us to repent. And God waits for the spirit to work on us so we will repent. Well, in a sense, you have to put yourself in the position of God in that you have to be patient and wait for him to repent. How long? I don't know. I don't know your tolerance. I don't know how the spirit speaks to you. But until the spirit kind of gives you a green light, I would probably just continue to hold on and pray hard uh, that, that this man will repent. If he does repent, then I need you to get counseling with him to put this marriage back on the track and together y'all can figure out, okay, what went wrong and, and how is he doing? Cause see, he's going to need some anger counseling. He's mad. And the reason why he's mad is women don't understand. Once you call the police, that's a game changer for the relationship forever. All right. Now I'm not saying that women shouldn't call the police. I'm not saying kids shouldn't call the police. I'm just saying the reality is once the police come in, you have changed the game forever for the man because you've called in authorities over him to come get him after that it's very hard for him to come back into the relationship uh without some work without some counseling without some affirmation from other men i know i'm going a little bit deep right now but i just wanted you to know this is what i'm thinking anonymous when i'm thinking about your situation and that is he has to repent or you guys can't get back together what do you think about what i'm saying to you i agree it's not easy, though, right? This, this... And I was just, 
I, I, I agree, and I'm at peace with what you say. I, I feel that this is the right decision to make, to just hold on for a little while right? and see what happens. And if Prayerfully. And if nothing happens, then just move on. Yeah, at, the, at that point, you know, you go before the Lord and let the Lord uh, tell you what to do next. But we need God to do something in your husband's life before you can ever invite him back into your family. And that is uh, the reality here. And I hope you take this word, and I hope you hold on to it. Okay, my sister? Thank you so much. God bless you from Rockville. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. That's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. We are talking today about uh, relational chemistry uh, versus relational sharpening. How important is chemistry versus sharpening in your relationships? People I like to be with versus people I need to be with. Let's go back to Pamela. She's in Forestville, Maryland. Pamela, Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I am good. Thanks for holding First, on. I want to say it's always a... Oh, you're welcome. I just want to say it's always good to listen to your show or to engage. Otherwise, you always have the most interesting topics. <laughs> and um, this, you, you really do. They're, they're, they're brain teasers, but it, it's really good. Um, it caught my attention because actually I've written a book that's gone to my publishing company mm-hmm. about relationships okay. because I've been studying them for a really long time. Mm. And I think relationships are the most, they, they, they're brain twisters. Mm. And I think it's important to have both chemistry and mm. the sharpening because if you just, you know, if you're just with someone for the chemistry only because they make you feel good and make right. you laugh, right. you know, and I'm talking from experience. Then you don't get you don't get much. You just get a feel good partner, you know, right. buddy, hang mm-hmm. out with. Right. And then if but it doesn't you mean you're going to grow, right? For the sharpening. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You need so you need that balance, I believe, where you can get both, and it it really means paying attention, you know, to the relationships that you get in, or yeah. who you connect with, or associate yourself with, or you start to put everybody in categories. So I need this person for that. I yeah. need that person for that. I need that person exactly. for that. And is that cool? And you need a multiplicity of relationships to meet a multiplicity of needs. And as you go through different seasons, as I'm sure you're aware of since you've been studying this, uh, sometimes, you know, in this season, I need more of this than that. And then you go through another Mm -hmm. season, I need more of that than this. And being in tune with yourself, I think, is important, isn't it? It's very important. So, you know, that's a very good topic. I don't know if we ever figure it out because, you know, when you're married, some people just feel like they're stuck. I'm not married. You know, I have a fear of getting married Mm. because the moment you meet someone, you tie the knot, they may change on you. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm such a free-spirited person. Uh I know I'll be gone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, everybody's not meant to be married, but if – if you do marry someone, it's because you finally realize I found somebody that I don't mind being together with for the next 20, 30 years, and you're willing to kind of give up mm-hmm. some things to get something uh, seemingly better. Of course, there's a lot of people who made that decision, and they, they may regret it because they may not have been old enough or wise enough, but I think you're probably uh, wise enough, Pamela, to get into the right kind of relationship, and if you do, 
go ahead and be, beat that fear by stepping into it and uh, see how God might bless you to fly free with somebody who wants to fly with you. How's that sound? Oh, that's sweet. That's a really good answer. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's encouraging. You got Thank it, my you. sister. Lord bless you. Thanks a lot for calling. If you want to talk to me, my number is 888-432-7434. How important is chemistry versus sharpening in your relationships? Chemistry, people you like, sharpening, people you need in your life to stretch you, to grow you. You don't want to be in conflict all the time. But at the same time, a little bit of conflict actually helps you to grow. A little bit of tension helps you to move forward. Uh, without tension and without conflict, sometimes you don't really grow. You just move, you know, in the same direction and you're just not moving forward. And so you're just kind of sitting there. So I think it's important to have them both. The question is, what season are you in and what kind of people do you have in that season? There are all kinds of relationships. There are some people I call sappers and others I call zappers. You know, there is a book I read probably 25 years ago, a small book out of college called Zap with a Z, as in zebra. And this talked about the kind of people that come into your life and they zap you with energy, with positivity. They stimulate you. They're exciting. Uh, you're excited when you see them. It makes you smile. These are people that don't drain you of energy. These are people that put energy into you. Do you have anyone like that? Do you have one or two, maybe three people who when you see them, you actually smile? You don't run, you don't go take a deep breath, here they come, but you actually smile. It actually does something positive to your physical and emotional well-being. Those are zappers. But then there are sappers. These are people with an S, the word sapper with an S. They sap you, they drain you of energy. Now, you can't just get these people out of your life. They're there. They can be family members. They can be friends. They can be coworkers. But you got to manage how much time you spend with them because when you're done with them, you're drained. Uh, and when you see them coming, you actually take a deep breath and have to get yourself mentally prepared uh, for them. Now, again, it's not a bad thing. It, it is what it is. It's your boss. It's your coworker. It's the person sitting next to you. It's a, it's a, a person that lives in the apartment down uh, the hall from you, and you're about to get in the elevator with them. It's that sort of thing. Uh, they're sappers. Well, one of the things you got to realize is that sappers – uh, drain you. So you got to spend time with zappers to help you manage your emotions and an energy with sappers. If you're spending all your time with sappers and you're wondering why you're always down, uh, why you don't feel like you have energy, uh, maybe it's because you're overwhelmed by sappers in your life. And by the way, it's not just people that you relate to, it's people you see on TV. Um, I'm, you know, if you watch the news regularly and you wonder why after an hour or two you're feeling down, make the correlation. It could be because you just saw that there were wars and bombs and affairs and uh, rancor and uh, laws being passed or laws being uh, fought against on the other side. You're seeing protests. You're seeing murders. You know, well, shoot. No wonder you're down. Okay, so this is why if you don't, if you're not cognizant of it, uh, if all that is going into you all the time, plus sappers, uh, you're going to be tired and you're going to be drained. So I hope that you know I'm a zapper in your life with a Z. So when you turn the channel and you're like, oh man, this is an interesting topic, or wow, I hadn't thought about it like that, or Dr. Anderson, I'm not with you on this topic, but I'm with your guest, or uh, I'm going to fight you on this one, but I love what you said on that one. That's great. That's stimulating. And we need stimulation, and so I'm hoping to be that in your life if I can be. 
Let me give you the number one more time, and then I'm going to go to Washington, D.C. Here's my number, 888-432-7434. How important is chemistry versus sharpening in relationships? Let's go to Sabrina. She's in Washington, D.C. Hi, Sabrina. It's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Hey, how are you? Oh, I, just, <laughs> I was just listening, and I think it's very important to get to not be around. I call them negative people. Okay. It's the difference when people are, like, depressed. Right. But when you just have negative people, that it's just everything they see is just negative. <laughs> right. Just get away. I can't just, yeah, get away from those people. Because they pull your energy from you. Right. And I had to come to the point and ask the Lord to help me because at one point I just wanted to smack the zapper. <laughs> but now I just pray for them. You pray for them instead, <laughs> instead of laying hands on them. <laughs> yes. That's no, I'm good. talking laying smacks on them. Like, oh, wait. Lord, have now mercy. it's like I pray for them. It's just don't just don't just pray for these people because mm, they mm, will mm. they will pull you down man yeah, it's like, true it's like a mental drain so just like pray for them and when they start zapping or whatever you yeah. call it just be like you know what mm. i gotta go well you know it's in, it's important to know it though you know because you don't want to be you, you don't want to be hating on the person it's just important to understand your own energy and you realize okay here's the effect that this negative person has on me I don't want to feel negative about them, but I'm negative about their negativity. So I only can take them in doses. All right. But when you know yourself, it's good because you can prepare yourself mentally for them. And then you can move on and get around other people who are positive. And I think that that helps. But you make a good point. I'm glad you're not hitting them, Sabrina. I'm glad you're praying for them. That's a much better way to go. Uh, <laughs> that's good. That's and good news. At sometimes. I know that's right, my sister. <laughs> Have a great day. Hey, blessings to you. Big shout out to you in Washington, D.C. Do you think it's helpful to tell sappers that they are negative and bringing you down? Well, here's the thing. It depends on the relationship you have with the person. If they just happen to be negative today, but they're not always negative, then different story. But if they're regularly negative and it pulls you down, yeah, you may want to say something to them, but the way you say it, for instance, for someone, you can just say, hey, listen, I don't feel like being pulling down and focusing on anything negative today. Let's focus on something positive. That's one way of saying it without saying, you know what? You're a sapper in my life, and you drain every positive drop of energy I have. You're killing me. I can't right now. Goodbye. Okay, so that's the way not to do it, although some of you probably do it that way. And so, no, it may be better to just say, hey, listen, I don't want to focus on anything negative right now. I just need some positive energy. Uh, so let's, let's change the subject. And hopefully they'll get the hint. Everybody doesn't. And so sometimes you got to be more direct. I happen not to be so direct. Uh, there are people around me who are more direct. Uh, but there's, you know, some of you, it depends on your personality. I'm not direct. I'm more indirect, hoping you're catching clues. And I only I'm direct when I have to be direct. Um, but if I don't have to be direct and I can say it in a way, it takes it takes more effort. It takes more energy and it takes more words to put it in a way that you can get what I'm saying. Um, and so it's, it's more of the scenic route. But you're going to feel better by the time you get the message. Uh, for people who are direct, it's a straight line. A to B, Zoom. And you never have to worry about what they're thinking, what they're saying. It's clear. But uh, you also just got sliced and diced and maybe bleeding somewhere. So, you know, we're all different in personality. Understand that. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. 
If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. You've been listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, a ministry of Bridgeway Community Church. We would love to have you join us at Bridgeway in our Performing Arts Theater in Columbia, Maryland for one of our three identical Sunday services at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and noon. Or join us online at www.bridgeway.cc. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson airs live weekdays on this station and is ready to take your calls. Tune in at 3 p.m. weekdays on WAVA 105.1 FM. We hope to see you tomorrow at church.